Welcome to Parks and Wrecked and Sean. If you're Peach the Shit, put your hands in the air, represent your click, because it is episode 112. Sean gets it. Haley's looking blankly. We can do it anyway, is really the <laughs> motto of this episode. Well, because <laughs> it's 112. No, I, I get it. I'm Joey. You're just thinking. I'm Haley, and you were taking many pauses. Fantastic. And we are the trio that makes up Parks and Rec, which is a podcast about the show Parks and Rec. Sean works in Parks and Rec and currently is the most Parks and Rec out of all of us, though. By the end of the episode, who knows? It's anybody's game up until that point. And of course, today we are good. Well, not of course. I, we have a different episode every time. But if you've been following along, you'll know that after last week's episode, The Wall, this week is season six, episode 16, new slogan, directed by Dean Holland, written by Sam Means and Alan Yang, and original air date, March 13th, 2014. Ooh, 2014. What was I doing in 2014? Probably playing Street Fighter. Yeah, probably, because, you know, life hasn't progressed in the past six years. Oh, that was probably <laughs> uh, spring break. <laughs> Very dark. And I worked at a school there, that year, so I had a spring break. Grad school or regular school? Uh, I worked at an elementary school, though. Elementary school. And, Sean, we were just a couple years away from seeing Frank C. the dog walk in carrying a rat. During uh, <laughs> Selection Sunday of March Madness, oh, because that was right around that? this time. I believe three oh. years ago, though. Two or three years ago. Oh, my goodness. No, that was at this house. Yeah, so two years ago. One year ago. One year ago. One and a half. Frank C. the dog. Oh. Prou- proudly the dog. walking into the house with the rat. Look what <laughs> I got, guys. <laughs> she was uh, proudly eating a bone today, because Joey made these delicious pork chops in this pressure cooker thing. And, dude, they were so tasty, but they had these big old bones in them. So, Frankie and Merlin each got a bone. They were happy little campers. They were quite pleased. Speaking of happy campers, Sean, you are on your fourth beer. So, what are you drinking tonight? So, that's, that's clarification. I'm on my fifth beer. All right. <laughs> so, there's this uh, funnel cake ale. I think it's the best one. Funnel cake. It doesn't. Tastes exactly like funnel cake, but you know, it tried to taste like funnel cake uh, from the community beer company. It says cheer folks on it. Maybe that's in, on play on the Texas State Fair with howdy folks. I don't know. There's a, there's a Ferris wheel on it. So you know what they were trying to do. Then there is this road trip snacks, ale brewed with beaver nuggets. People love Bucky's around this that's part of weird. town. Hot Take Tuesday. With Bucky's, Bucky's. Bucky's beaver nuggets, not actual turds no, for beavers. But maybe. Either way, it's weird. Yeah. I don't know. It's from Panther Island Brewing. Hot a, Take, I agree with you. Bucky's is already. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, I thought Sean said he hated Bucky's. He did. It's that's a, a convenience store. That's a different take. Sean, Bucky's, I'm a fan of because it has the one thing I need on a road trip, which is an excessive amount of bathroom space because i don't want to 
be waiting on someone. When like I'm stopping, I have to pee. That they have more than one type of sour candy, but it's all overpriced. Very good pork hey, sandwiches as well. So whenever I drive from Austin to Mesquite up 35, um, I'm a straight shooter. I don't stop. I use the bathroom before I leave. I go there and that's it. Also to Houston. I go to Houston all the time. Either that's on 71 to I-10 or 290. Don't stop. Same. But everybody, if I ride with someone, hey, we got to stop at Bucky's because it's on the way. Mm-hmm. No, we don't. We do not have to stop at Bucky's. <laughs> uh, we're going to just keep driving because I got a full tank of gas and I've used the bathroom. Yep. There's no need to stop. And the one on the way to Houston through 71 is not exactly on the way anymore. You have to take that exit and it's not convenient. The one in Katy or the separate one? Oh, oh the that's Bastrop true. One. The Bastrop one is less convenient now. The Katy one is the same as it always has been. Oh, my God. I forgot there were two. Beer number three is from the Zilker Brewing Company. Zilker is a park in Austin, and I uh, work in a park in Austin. It's a heavily dazed, hazy IPA. Um, I think that's what did the most damage to me so far. Uh, yeah, 6.8 alcohol, alcohol per volume. So, yeah, filling that one. Did you get um, a party pack from H-E-B or something? So I, yeah, I did the Joey thing where you get the, the cardboard thing, and you just put six different beers in it. Um. Then I got this Oklahoma Sucks beer. Uh, don't know. I mean, it just tastes like a regular beer, but Oklahoma does suck. And this fifth <laughs> one that I am on. Is that a is, new beer from the last couple of weeks after the college getting now? It's an old beer. Uh, okay. They still suck, even though they beat us. Anyways. Uh, this, what does that say about Texas? <laughs> I'm so sorry. Vamanos. <laughs> Babanos, let's go. Go say, go. I don't know. What? Uh, okay. A, a tart, refreshing beer with lime and salt. Oh, okay. That is the beer I'm drinking currently. The and which is your favorite? Funnel cake. Funnel cake. Yep, I forgot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Top mm-hmm. five beers that Sean drink tonight. <laughs> oh, yeah. So we're going to do that after. Um, well, I'm having some gin, the Bombay Sapphire. Still have a little bit of that left over. And I mixed it with some Santa Cruz organic strawberry lemonade. Enjoyable. Nice. And I'm having my lemon green rye whiskey with ginger beer and an ice cube. Yeah, it is. I My lemon green also introduced me not introduced me but reminded me of how good rye can be just with like a little orange or grapefruit zest you don't need to glitz it up too much it's not like a town slogan or something that you have to make wild which we will get into when sean recaps the episode but first how about a little trivia sean you are trailing tremendously (laughs) you almost made a comeback last week when you i you had won one in a row. You tried to make it two instead. You were now coming one in on a, a one-game losing streak. <laughs> You're down 10 to 4 and basically need to win the rest of these. I'm going to suck at this. To I'm avoid sh- getting dunk tank. I drank so much and it's been a while since Perfect. I First also, question, how much episode. did Sean drink? Yeah, this trivia is going to be a little rough, so I hope you are not too upset. But Sean, quick reminder, although it's going to be different this time, I have two questions for each of you. You'll each answer. And then the third question is a several choice answer. So we'll do the back oh, and forth that we've done before 
where you each can can spit out one and then oh when you, neither one of you can spit or oh boy anymore as mm-hmm. Sean is demonstrating then we will call it there but Sean your first question how does Leslie do paperwork um uh, it's late at night in bed while Ben is sleeping and She's watching some show. That is incorrect. Haley, you are raising your hand like a brown noser. What's up? You don't always have to say like a brown noser, you weirdo. Saturday night in bed, Old Spice Girl CDs. That is correct. Haley with the steel. Can she keep the momentum going with her first question? I was close. You were very close. <laughs> what is Glenwater? As opposed to new Spice okay. Girls CDs. <laughs> I don't think those exist. That's the basis of the what point. What is Glenwater, Florida's nickname? Who? I don't remember. Um. Oh, wait. Maybe I do. Home of the something is parking lot at Walmart. The most dangerous. The most scary parking lot. It's a Walmart parking lot. The most something Walmart parking lot. Dangerous, scary, disgusting. I'm going to go with the mm, dangerous. Sean, do you know what it actually is? If not, I'm inclined to give Haley half a point at least. It's it's in the neighborhood. It's it's the most uh, frightening parking, Walmart parking lot in the world. The most violent Walmart parking violent. lot. Violent. Home of America's most Did I violent. say dangerous? Yes. I think that was pretty Just America's, though. There could be other Walmarts in foreign lands that are more... Violent. Are there Walmarts in foreign lands? Like McDonald's? I would think Walmart would want that, but I can't say. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I've never seen one anywhere else, but maybe they go by a different name. I'm sure they have like other companies that they Walmart own Wall, in places. Yeah. Yeah. All right, next question. I don't know. Sean, your second question. Yes. What does Andy think about Ron after seeing him play? They have a uh, a revelation. He comes into the office and says... Oh, it's his twin brother. That is correct. (laughs) Well done. Sean, Haley, your second question with a one and a half to one lead. Mm. How good is Ron's jazz playing, according to Andy? That's harder. Um, it is. <laughs> uh, so good. I don't remember. Um, uh, so good he could. It's It's like he was playing. Dang, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I give up. Sean, your chance to steal. To tie the game up, I have a perfect opportunity to steal, and I have no clue what this answer is. (laughs) (laughs) It is uh, sax player for the California Raisins good. Yeah. I actually did have a fifth question written down besides this bold one, but I'll use that as the tiebreaker. We'll see how this goes. Although it's one and a half to one, so unless... 
someone gets half a question 1. right. 1.75. 1.75 to one. So unless someone gets three quarters of a question right. One of you is walking away victorious here. So the trivia, the, <laughs> we've been doing trivia, but this last trivia question. At the very beginning of the episode, the first time we see the slogan options, there are five different options. Oh, no. Name one at a time, as many as you can. How? Who goes first? Sean, you'll go first since you're trailing. <laughs> Choose your own slogan. All right, I guess. There, yeah, so there's six. You're right, you're right. Mm. <laughs> you're I saw right. it. Yeah. I remember seeing it, I was like... <laughs> <laughs> well, the one that I read and said out loud ended up being the one that was repeated throughout the episode, so I don't remember any of the other ones, but storied past, bright future. That is correct. Sean, can you name any others? Nope. <laughs> the first one is like, you pawn need to be here. Something like that. Yeah, you pawn need to visit us. Yeah. I'll allow it. Okay. Well done. Can you name any more? There's three more. No, I literally didn't read anything past, storied past, bright mm. future. There's also the city that beats. It feels real here. I do remember that one. And Pawnee's the place to be. Hmm. Well, Haley, you have won trivia once again. Okay. Now an 11 to 4 lead. But they ultimately went with... Uh... What I think is also a weird slogan. What was it? You're here, so live here? <laughs> when you're here, then, then you're, you're home. home. Yeah. When you're here, then you're home. I guess it's because there's already like too many of those types of things out in the world. They had to do a different when one. When you're here, you're family. Yeah. Right. Or home is where the heart is or whatever. When you're here, then you're home. <laughs> When you're here, you're home. Why didn't they add a then? Yeah. So that they could have a spelling error. Yeah. Okay. I guess. We'll we'll get into all that. They dumb. What is the they don't the academic level of the citizens of Pawnee, they don't really get into it, but it's not great. Yeah, I'm sure it's not. Well, that's why like even I don't even think they have really a lot of like schools. Like when she was going to go to veterinary school, she was going to go a couple cities over and stuff like that. So, yeah, I don't think they're a huge academic city. I finally won my game of Street Fighter. I'm sorry. Woo! We did hear some frantic, I can only hope, button pressing and not something else over there. All right, Sean, what so happened summary of the episode? in this episode? <laughs> All right. So, new slogan. That's what we're doing. We're slogan the news. Uh, as mentioned in the trivia, uh, Leslie is all up in the way and wants to celebrate the, the merger of Pawnee and uh, Eagleton with the new slogan. And so she's picking one. Wait, no. <laughs> the coat open. It's so stupid. So Ben, he shows everybody his laptop. And it's like this panda. I don't know what the panda, the Pawnee panda. It's, I forgot what the- it's the website that they built specifically for the snow, not specifically for the slogan. It's the new like Pawnee website. And then the slogan campaign is part of it. 
But the programmer put this like panda guy in there. Do you remember the name, Joey? Like Ped Pan, like Peebo. Pe- yeah, that sounds right. Peebo Panda. And so then, of course, as soon as he showed it, sit, as soon as he shows it to the staff, they're like obsessed and they just want to play with the panda. Right. And apparently, and the, panda- the panda plays ping pong with his butt. Yeah, he holds the paddle with his tail. And and then. They unlocked the uh, the panda can wear a top hat as well, and so they're all over the computer, like the entire Parks and Rec office. Uh, Andy gets to play first, but April tries to push him out the way. They're all crawling over each other, trying to play with. It's like how they treat little Sebastian. Now it's just this panda. That's what I was thinking too. It's like, oh, it's a replacement for that. Yeah, um, but new slogan. Um, basically, the concept of the episode is. Trying to come up with a new slogan. Leslie gave some options, but uh, the town started writing in options on Ben's program. Because Leslie uh, wanted to be democratic, and so they added that as an option. Right. And so the the uh, the main write-in was from the douche and Crazy Ira. What's it? I think that's his name. Yeah, that's it. Crazy Ira and the douche. Ca- Crazy Ira, which Nick Kroll, well, I'm a big fan of his. Well, not a big fan. I only watch Big Mouth, but I'm a big fan of his and Big Mouth. <laughs> big fan uh, of Big Mouth. Uh, he's in there, and he's being the douche. Um, also, Joan Calamezzo, she's in there, and she wants to be... I forget what her <laughs> slogan is. She wants what, to uh, rebrand herself and be Juan, Juan Calamezzo. <laughs> Juan Calamezzo is like... Which is she says name? does not stand for John, but rather... Um, what does she say, Joey? Do you remember? She says it means flower. Oh, yeah. Which, no. Unless it's like, no, I think it means John. Yeah. Weirdo. And Purd uh, is there. Purd, Purd is there. And my he level of interest in this topic is medium. <laughs> ah, classic Purd. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, the uh, Crazy Ira and the Deuce, they, their listeners pretty much hacked, hacked the poll. Not hack, but they take over the write-ins and they all vote for uh, sticking something up up Leslie's butt. Was this the same time period that people were voting on what to name the space station? Was that what it was? This is actually based off a Fort Wayne vote to name Mm. a government building and a radio station. 98.9 The Bear encouraged people to name it the Harry Balls Mm. uh, Government Center. Harry Balls was a former mayor. Spelled B-A-A-L-S. That's crazy. Pronounced balls. Um, but then the citizens overwrote, or I guess the government overwrote the vote. Because the citizens, uh, it was leading the polls, but they dropped it off the list. And now it's just named Citizen Square. Well, the same thing, I think it was the space station or it was something like that, where Stephen Colbert's fans all were writing in and they were also leading in the polls. But I can't remember what they were going to pick. Um, but ultimately, they picked a different name as well. Harry Balls. I feel like Levitar Show talked about that <laughs> that situation. Anyways. Uh, NASA named a space treadmill after Stephen Colbert. But that's not what the contest was for. So maybe that was in secession for the other thing. So Leslie trying to reach out to the people on uh, Crazy Ira and the Douche Show. She goes on the show, but in order to, I guess, kind of relate to them, she wears like a backwards hat. 
uh, and like a, a hoodie. She's decked uh, out in crazy Ira and the douche gear. Yeah, douche it's all yeah. has their you know their brand all over. Um, and they're talking about uh, Emma Watson's boobs. Like, how would you grade them on a scale of zero to boing or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> it was stupid. Um, and she was like, I don't know, A minus, and they were like double D. I'm like, whatever. It was stupid. They were. Very douche, I crazy Ira esque. Um, Tom is trying to find a place for Tom's Bistro. And so Donna, as we remember, is a real estate agent. And so Donna's taking around for some reason, April's with him. I guess she didn't have anywhere else to be in this episode, so she might as well have rode with Donna and time, time, Tom to uh, find a place for Tom's Bistro. And Donna keeps showing him these uh, overpriced places, and April keeps shitting on the places, like, oh, it's too far, or it costs too much. That's our quote of the episode, in fact. I'm sorry. Is they're at an old shop that sold tires and donuts. <laughs> and she goes, this place is creepy. I mean, I love it because it reminds me of a cafeteria at a haunted nursing home, but that's just me. It's there weren't a lot like, of good quotes this episode, other than yeah. Andy rattling off his secrets, but that's too many to pick just one. And there's several more on the deleted scenes. Mm-hmm. Oh, goodness. Including that he had an imaginary friend named Chris Traeger, who he hasn't seen in, in weeks. several weeks. Yeah, <laughs> I liked that one. Um, <laughs> um, so Tom, he's kind of discouraged. Like, I guess it's not meant to be. He can't afford a place that's $9,000 a month. But then, like, I didn't know what was up. But April, every time Tom left, like, from a place kind of discouraged, April will look at the camera like like she was up to something. Um, Ron, so Chris, oh no, who am I? Andy, Andy, Andy. Andy is working on the Unity concert and he needs to find bands. And so Craig, Billy on the Street, uh, I guess gives him some suggestions because Andy asked him for places in Eagleton to go. And then, uh, did you notice? Did you notice? This Maybe. Is a, did I don't you know. notice? I don't know. It can be. I don't know what Joey wrote down. But on Craig's desk, everything was green, and he had like green, 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 all back and forth or all next to each other. And in his pin holder, he just had like 10 green highlighters. I did not notice. That was very silly. Um, Craig suggests a place where a bunch of middle old middle-aged women are but he's not a fa- uh huh. he's not a fan of it because of the turkey nuts but then <laughs> andy takes it literally saying oh yeah we can split one whatever turkey necks are the best part we can split a turkey next time <laughs> craig just looks at him like uh and so andy goes to this jazz club uh to where he sees a figure playing the saxophone and singing who looks just like Ron Swanson. His eyes get big and he looks at the camera. The next day, you see him walking into Ron's office. He's like, Ron, I went to a jazz club last night and then Ron uses his remote to shut the door. Um, And then it's like silence and they both say at the same time, Andy says, I saw your twin, you have a twin brother. But then Ron says, I play the saxophone, or I'm Duke Silver. 
But then they switch what they said, like some Bugs Bunny and Elmer Fudd stuff. <laughs> but then Ron admits, like, yes, I am Duke Silver. And Andy's like, yes, that's awesome. I'm, you're, you're awesome. I'm booking you for the Unity concert. And Ron's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, This so was then, actually our, our did you notice? Did you oh. Notice? Of the episode. And a good flashback to a character that is no longer on the show. And by flashback, I mean not mentioned at all. Ron says that only April and Tom know about Ron as Duke Silver. But you know who else knows about him? Mark Brandanowitz, who told Tom about Duke Silver. Oh, I forgot about that whole thing. Kind of. So did the writers of the show. Or they just said, or they just we'll pretend. Got rid of Yeah, Mark. well, and also, why would Ron say, why would Ron list every person that he's ever met who knows about Duke Silver, you know? Mark Brandanowitz does not even live in town anymore. All right. Brandana quits. I didn't notice. Uh, so what else? What else is happening? Um, so yeah, Andy's like, yeah, you're you're doing a union concert, and he leaves Ron's office. So then you see Ron walking outside with his hat and his uh saxophone case, and Andy's like, hey, what are you doing? I that looks like a saxophone case with the saxophone in it, <laughs> and he throws it in the dumpster. Ron does. He says he's retiring because he doesn't want anybody to know. Because in the office, there were, the office would be full of girls' panties because of Duke Silver. And so his music career is over. And so <laughs> he threw the stuff on top of the dumpster. Like, it's, it's stuff at the very top. Nothing's on it. So <laughs> Andy brings it back. He bring, Well, he doesn't even bring the hat back. But he brings the case back, the saxophone case, with a banana on top of it. I'm like, all right, how did a banana peel get on top of it if it was on top of the dumpster? But it turns out Andy th- ate a banana and then <laughs> threw the banana. He got hungry on the way. <laughs> on the saxophone case. But so he Andy throws said, it away in the office, so it's all good. Yeah, yeah. Andy reveals it. He's like, all right, I'll keep your secret. Um, I won't tell anybody you do silver. You don't have to do the thing. But I'm also going to tell you all of my secrets. And he starts like revealing random secrets about himself that Ron does not want to hear. Um, but yeah. I guess Duke Silver lives on. Um, Do you remember April, some of those secrets, Sean? I tried. So I remember rewinding and watching them, but that was at beer number two. Um, since I'm at beer number five now, I do not remember. I think one of them is that he forgot to brush his teeth one time for five years. Five weeks. Oh, five weeks. And then he didn't actually sell his last car. He just forgot where he parked it. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't know who Al Gore is. And at this point, he's too afraid to ask. When they say 2% milk, he doesn't know what the other 98% is. When he was a baby, his head was so big, scientists did experiments on him. And he once threw a beer at a swan, and then it attacked his niece, Rebecca. What a wild ride. Mm-hmm. But he has a very long list. Like he's just rattling. Yeah, Ron cuts off. him off before it's crazy. He well, finishes for scenes, sure. Even. Yeah. But yeah, and then uh, that's kind of the end of that storyline, I think. Yeah, um, April and Donna kind of meet, and then they both admit that April was saying shitty things about the places they were looking at because she doesn't want Tom to leave. 
which I never thought she felt that way about Tom. And Donna also admits that she was showing Tom horrible or out overpriced places just so he wouldn't leave either. So they're both bad people. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so then, you know, they kind of say, because Tom came in and he was just, he gave up. He was like, I guess Tom's feature isn't going to happen. And then he walked away and then they had that conversation. April and Donna had that conversation. So they end up taking Tom to another place that is affordable, it's nice. Um, and April compliments it instead of saying bad things about it. So it looks like it's going to be the place. That's a cool new bar, even though it's kind of old. Just imagine the place without all this furniture. And that says Tom, that gives Tom the green light. Like, all right, this is going to be the one. Um, Leslie um, is on doing some Leslie shit. Oh, the dude from the National Parks folks, I guess she's still talking to him. She gave him a binder of questions. He answered them all. And so she was excited about that. They met for waffles. But then she had a, another binder with more questions. So he gave it to her. And um, she's just too much. Wow. Uh, she's and she really asks for about two hours worth of waffles. Waffles. That conversation, because it happens toward the beginning, is what sets Leslie off on like, oh my gosh, we have to be super active about this campaign thing. And not campaign, but you know, the slogan. And we have to get all these people involved. We have to do this. We have to do that. Because basically the guy says that w- if she takes this job, She's going to be in an administrative role delegating responsibilities and not doing very much paperwork. And those are two things that she loves as being in the nitty gritty of it and doing paperwork. So she's kind of freaking out. Yeah, she doesn't know how she doesn't not know. What am I trying to say here? She doesn't know how to not be that person. Right. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Thank you. Uh, (laughs) And so she's trying to learn. And so Ben suggests that for this, uh, they're still trying to get the slogan and it's not going well. So she, Ben suggests that she puts, she delegated to somebody. So Leslie looks around the office and the only person in the office is Larry, AKA Jerry, AKA Gary. Um, and she's like, ah, why is he the only one here when I paint the office? And so she puts Larry in charge. She, what she tells Larry to come here, and so he tries to stand up, but his belt. I guess when he puts his belt on, but why he is he putting it on, it on sitting, sitting down? down? It's so weird. Like this is like they the first few seasons, first several seasons they spent making fun of Jerry for innocent stuff. This one is pretty dumb. Like come on, dog. <laughs> like, He's like, I'd love to come good? over, but I've buckled myself to the chair with my belt. Like how? What was the situation where you took your belt off and then re-put it back on? Yeah, exactly. And then he does do the town forum and is attached to that chair as well. That one makes slightly more sense if he missed the back belt loop and just sat down like in a weird way. It could have looped around the back of it. I could see that. The other one was looped like through the (laughs) side of the chair. (laughs) I don't know what he was doing. uh, So Larry does a, a, a forum. Community members come out, including including Crazy Iron Douche, and everybody's ooh, beer. Everybody's um, on Crazy Iron Douche thing with put a stick up Leslie's butt as the town slogan. Uh, but then I guess they they decide to take it serious. There's this lady who made a slogan on her sign, uh, and she unveils it and says, 
uh, I guess when you're in Pawnee, then you're home. I, I can't remember. When you are here, we then just said you're it. home. Yeah. What's again? When you are here, then you're home. Is when what you're it here, says. then you're home. But it should have been when you're here, then you're home. But she missed. She used the wrong that she used then instead of instead of then. So Leslie's on the side. She's staying out the way. She's letting Jerry moderate. Um, Jerry's like, "Oh, that's that's great. That sounds awesome." But Leslie's like, "She she misspelled. She used the wrong then." But then the lady in front of her, she goes to correct the sign, but instead of changing uh, then to then, she changes the uh, the your to possessive your instead of the you are your. And so she's like, "She made it worse. It's worse now." <laughs> but uh, Jerry says, oh, that's awesome. And everybody in the forum loves it. So it looks like that's what's going to be the uh, the new slogan. So they go have a slogan unveiling. This town is so dumb. I don't, even the, the main council dude, I guess Councilman Hauser, that was his name. Even he's dumb. Because he was there and they unveiled the road sign. They, and it says, you know, it has to, I guess, Indiana State flag and Pawnee. When you're here, then you're home. But it's as you're exiting Pawnee. It's not as you're going in. It's just, ah, why are they all so stupid? Like, nobody noticed. Nobody notices. Uh, but they, you know, they're satisfied with the slogan. They're, people are happy. But there happens to be some dudes that are trying to go to Pawnee. But they're going in circles because the sign's pricing the wrong way. Like, come on. It's so dumb. Uh, but, yeah, I think that was the, the end of it. We didn't see Ron's son this time. No, or that Zena. was his one appearance. He's good now. Oh. No, I don't know. He'll girl. probably be back. <laughs> but I feel like they do that sometimes. They're like, this is a thing that exists. See you later. No, you'll never see him again. Yeah. What did I miss? No, that was great. That's great. There's a lot of people being like, let's do a thing. Let's not do that thing. Or let's do a thing. Let's do a different thing. For instance, I'll be Duke Silver. No, I won't. Yes, I will again. I'll go get this restaurant. I quit. Oh, no. Now I found the best one. Let's make a slogan. Let's do a different, you know, so that was kind of the plot. And we hit it and boom. There was also the Jurassic Fork getting the throwback. Yeah, the Jurassic Fork closed down because they tried to expand and they spread themselves too thin. To Schindler's Lunch for a second. Steven Spielberg themed restaurant because that's what people liked about Jurassic Fork. Yeah. I forgot about Jurassic Fork. Like, I don't remember it in the show. I think Jerry wants to go there on an episode. And then they're like, no. And then they end up there. It only happens like once or twice, but there's a load bearing T Rex in the restaurant. <laughs> so that's going to be hard to replace. A load bearing T Rex. Yeah. Just speaking of good slogans, the only thing that will be extinct is your appetite. That's pretty good. Yeah. Works Thank well you. for Jurassic Fork. Yeah. Yeah, it does. You know what? I think that's as good a time as any to give lush with cash. Oh, yeah. This episode of Parks and Rec brought to you by Manscaped. Sean, I would advise in your current state of several beers in, even with the protective. Maybe don't try to do any manscaping tonight, but you could do some in the morning. Yeah, it's about that time. I mean, well, we're in a pandemic. What I was, was going to say before, Sean, who I think is admitting that he's just let it grow since March. 
I was suggesting you could use some of the other gear that doesn't involve a razor ah. around your twig and berries, like the crop mop ball wipes, which are especially designed for male hygiene. And if it's been seven months since you've washed, then that'll be great care for all of those wedding tackle needs you have done there. I'm just trying to think of all the Austin Powers Uh-oh. ways he refers to his Genitalia? penis and testicles. Yes. And of course, the ball wipes, great for daily use. What else do they have? While you're working. They've also got refined cologne. So you can get smelling good, like a refined gentleman. But not just for your balls, like your... your no, that body. that's like normal yeah. cologne. And then for your <laughs> yeah. feet, there's the foot duster, foot deodorant, and the Shears 2.0, which, <laughs> Sean, I don't know about you, but my nails are jagged. Right. Call them Mick, because they are jagger. And... The Shears 2.0 oh my goodness. is a nice luxury four-piece nail kit with your tweezers, round-pointed scissors, fingernail clippers, medium grit nail file, and they all come in a nice leather case, which I had a set similar to this. It wasn't Manscaped, but I've lost like everything from it. I think I still have the scissors, but they are about as sharp as the Citizens of Pawnee which is Burn. not very, not very. Sorry, you dum-dums. So it's all kinds of good stuff there. And Sean, we've got a special deal for you and anyone that I'm is listening it. right now. Deals. As you should. Deals are fantastic, Sean. And right now, if you go to manscaped.com and enter in the code PARKS, P-A-R-K-S, you're going to get 20% off your order, whatever it is, whether it's ball wipes, whether it's eight razors to tackle the Wolverine that's in your pants, no judgment here. Work together. Make it like an octopus sort of cutting board. I guess not a cutting board. You're not really preparing food, but... You're losing me. <laughs> you do. I'm sorry. I mean, We've lost Haley. Haley's out. <laughs> Go to manscaped.com. Enter code PARKS. You'll get 20% off. And that is how you get looking good. We got her back. I'm in. She's back. She's yeah, in. Yeah, I am. Perfect. <laughs> All right, I think we have gotten flush with cash for this episode, at least. We'll see what happens next episode. But for now, it's time for Top 5. We'll be caught up in the Top 5. And well, tonight, I, it's Joey's turn. Can I guess? Can I guess what your Top 5 is going to yeah. be? Go for can it, Sean. I, your Top 5 is going to be Top 5 slogans. Sean, it's top like you five. read... My mind. Steven Spielberg films. It's top five Schindler's List moments. No, it's top five <laughs> slogans. And I'm going to preface this by saying, so I, I went back and forth. I was like, do I want to do company slogans? Do I want to do town slogans? And because this was a town slogan, town slogans won out. So I I don't know enough town slogans on my own to have a top five. Or I should say enough, enough wacky ones to really do it. So I looked up... Uh, good town slogans funny town slogans there's a mental floss article that has one for each state so i'm picking out the top five from this mental floss list starting with number five sean go number five number five we actually just saw this city on a recent nathan for you episode and by recent i mean we watched it recently the show ended a couple years ago but it's the series finale when he ends up in dumas arkansas which takes its motto from a 1920s song. I'm a ding-dong daddy from Dumas. So Arkansas is the home of the ding-dong daddy. Mm -hmm. Which is pretty great. 
Dumas, Texas also claims it was inspiration for the song, but we're going to give Arkansas the nod because that's what this article does. Number four. Number four, it's a double dose of Idaho. I've never been to Idaho. It's on my list, but it's got two. Well, actually, I should say Ashton, a city in Idaho, has two slogans. It's the undisputed seed potato capital of the world, specifically seed potatoes. And then it's got a tourism marketing slogan as well. Adventure starts here. I don't know if that's currently the case with the pandemic, but it's got a little little taste of two. Maybe pop some seed potatoes, go have some adventure. Definitely a slogan that I've seen other places as well. You think so? Number three. Number three, we're going to my home state to a city I don't believe I've ever been to, Collinsville, which is the horseradish horseradish capital of the world. Just one horseradish. Not There's not a stumble. Of horseradishes? Yeah, of horseradishes. Uh, Collinsville is also home to a giant ketchup bottle water tower. Perhaps as, as uh, one of the f- mix-ins for horseradish. Okay. What's the slogan? Oh. <laughs> yeah. The horseradish capital of the world. Oh, okay. I don't know why I just thought that was a fact and not the slogan. Got it. Number two. If you live in a city with a fun name, I feel like you got to have a fun slogan going with it. So if you're in Missouri, first of all, I'm sorry. Second of all, Peculiar (laughs) is a city in Missouri where the motto is, or I'm sorry, where the slogan is where the odds are with you, which is pretty good for Peculiar. Because there's weird things. And odd. And odd. Odd things. It's not a gambling reference, Sean. Or I is see it? you licking your lips and spinning that big old roulette wheel behind you. But Maybe it is it not. Is. Maybe it is, though. Home to one casino. Put it all on black. And now we're coming home because Sean's out of money. <laughs> um, we're on one? Yes. <laughs> Number one! <laughs> uh, I was basing that off, Sean, the one time I've gone to a casino, the group of people I was with, we split up. Half of us went to play blackjack, the other half went to play roulette. And within three minutes, all the roulette players came over and they said, you're done, let's get out of here. <laughs> That's pretty funny. <laughs> and all of us blackjack players made money, even though I had to ask the dealer how to play a couple of times. Or within what you like, thought what was three minutes, because casino time is different. That's true. But this was in New Orleans, so time moves faster than you think. Oh. So it was really only, or slower than you think, I'm sorry. So it was probably only 12 seconds. Hmm. Anyway, number one is for a neighboring state to Missouri. It's Kansas. Uh-huh. Yeah, Kansas, which I have also not been to, nor have I been to this city named Gas, which has a big red water tower resembling a gas can. And its slogan is, don't pass gas, stop and enjoy it. I like that one. It's pretty good. Yeah. Top five. We were caught up enough. Top five. Have y'all ever been to Far, Texas? No. Far, Texas is in the valley. uh, South. Way south. Yeah, there's no reason for you to go. Um, I was going to Brownsville for my friend's wedding. Uh, But they, uh, Far spelled P-H- A-R-R. But they had several puns on signs for far 
Texas, like yeah. the pharmacy. Yeah. Um, which uh, that's fun. I know, <laughs> uh, you won't go far. It was just so stupid. Like, come on, who enjoys these? Like, I guess out of towners can just take take pictures of them. Like, because mm-hmm. yeah, it's a tourism <laughs> thing, perhaps. Maybe go see the pharmacist. I was like, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> we, we're trying too hard here, but yeah. It was a, it was a uh, pun, punny town. I don't think so they pushed fetched. it far yeah. enough. Oh, Sean, along the same lines of uh, stupid touristy things, you can take a European trip without ever leaving the state of Texas. You can visit cities like Nederland, Texas, Dublin, Texas, Paris, Texas, Athens, Texas, Florence, Nederland. Texas, or Naples, Texas. Is it Nederland? I don't know, man. Yeah, I, bet, I have a friend from Nederland. Okay. It's right by uh, Beaumont. Oh, okay. I should uh, take that name off the list thing. But there's an Italy, Texas. Yeah, there's Italy, Texas. And it's not a, a fun drive. It's to a lot of these small <laughs> towns. You do have to go all the way down to the valley to get... Uh, I forget which one's down there. Just, just It would just be a, a lot there. of yeah. driving because they're not in the same direction. But we can go to New Sweden, which is not far from here. Oh, okay. It's in Travis County. Oh, all right. Well, let's do that, I guess. Sweden is a fun city. It's also a country. I've been to the country. Same. No, I haven't. I've, no, that was a lie. I've been to (laughs) Switzerland. Yeah, that sounds right. Okay. My friends, can I go on a tangent? Sure. Why not? Can, can we do tangent time? Tangent right quick? time. Yeah. Y'all can do. Y'all can do tangent time as well. Uh, so at work, this is work related. Uh, as I mentioned, I think I mentioned before, my uh, recreation center. We're back open, guys, but only yeah. as a voting site. Voting you can't site. come play basketball. You can't come to jazzercise and work out. But you can come to my site and vote, and I'll give you the tour. Uh, however, uh, our form of voting. It's very outdated. Um, we have a line uh, that goes out the door across the parking lot all the way to the other end of the parking lot where the skateboard uh, park is. Skateboard park. The skate park is. Um, we we got we to gotta figure this out. This is so old. Well, <laughs> like, they had a different... If you remember a couple elections ago, they we had moved to a different system and then they were like, nah, let's go back to this other thing. So the one that they put out for, uh, I think it just started maybe at the beginning of this year, the end of last year, is that you have to like physically scroll through everything and it does take longer than the... We had this kind of way before and then they switched it and it was like, ooh, it's so nice. And then they were like, nope, too many people were skipping too much stuff. So they went back to this. But yeah, it takes a long time to get through every piece. It's the year 2020. What are we doing? And I went to vote. I voted. Uh, I went and voted in my county. I can vote at my rec center because I don't live in the same county as my rec center is. But so I, right. I, I, I made sure I went home and I got my voter registration card that came in the mail when I registered to vote. Um, and I, I walked in and I was, you know, ready to do this thing. And I, that there was no wait at this place that I was voting because, oh. uh, I don't know. I guess I went at a good time, but uh, I started to hand her the card uh, that said I was registered to vote. But she just real quick, 
ID, please. I was like, oh, so you don't need this ID? I was like, okay. So I just handed her my driver's license and didn't need that registration card at all. She I guess can she- chill because you're allowed to vote with your registration card. Yeah, there's so, like seven or eight different forms of ID you can bring. I, I was on my way home. I was like, all right, I'm going to go vote, but let me go home first just in, and get my right, you made that extra registration card. Stop. Just in case they try to say, because my, my address on my license mm. is, is actually y'all's old place. <laughs> yeah. The the old apartment, not even the, uh, the house that y'all live in now. Um, but my registration card has the correct... Uh, address on it and so that's why i made sure they went to go get it but i guess when you can scan your id you've updated your voter registration they can see that what your current address is yeah when you registered to vote did you register with your id or with your social i don't remember i got a letter in the mail say hey register to vote through here and i did it through there yeah i'm just curious since your id doesn't match your address just the, just the address yeah I don't know. Cool. But yeah, uh, voting, it's important, but we need to figure out, we need to get with the times, man, uh, as far as... Yeah, I can't wait until Texas has at least online registration, because it's absurd to have to go through all this to register and then go wait forever to vote. But people are doing it. There have been like a lot of people posting pictures of like really long lines and people are waiting and they're going and they're voting. So it's awesome. We're going tomorrow. I mean, it'll be not tomorrow at the time that this episode airs. It will already have passed. But someone someone took a picture and that works for the New York Times, uh, but lives in Austin, apparently, of the voting line at my site because someone came up and said, hey, is this here? We looked at it. I was like, "Yep, that's our place." Wow! So we we made the NY Times Instagram. That's fun. Nice. It's probably a stringer. What is that? You mean that's that's my best shot at getting published in the New York Times is being a stringer. Yeah, because they need stuff for things across the country. Wink. Wink. Do y'all have any tangents? Not really. I was like super stressed out midweek this week, which I guess is last week now at the time of the episode. But then today's been nice, like in a sense of being like, all right, I'm just going to do this. And Zoom was giving me a little bit of issues. But despite going from meeting to meeting to meeting today, doing some trainings, uh, internship fair, uh, fundraising development meeting, like everything went better than expected and it was a nice nice reprieve from the stress i guess so looking forward to it and then my friends having a baby shower this weekend very small intimate gathering so i'm excited to go over there for that um but apparently i'm also going to be part of a film that my organization is doing and it's going to be at 7 a.m on a saturday where they're going to film me and i am not very excited about that because why not? A couple reasons. One, I don't like getting up that early. So that's already like, ugh, I have to wake up and like get ready and then be on film. That sucks. But also, I don't know if I'm the best representative to speak about. Like, I don't even know, A, what they want me. So you're yeah. portraying yourself. You're not acting. No, I'm not acting. I'm ta- I'm speaking, I guess, from my role 
or organizationally in general. That's the thing is I'm not exactly sure what topic they want me to cover. Um, so that's part of the reason that I'm like a little bit nervous about it. Uh, but also I get kind of like a little bit of stage fright in those types of situations. I think it'll be okay because it's just like me and two camera people I've never met before. So I don't know. Uh, so we'll you see how had, that goes. You've never had stage fright in Joey's YouTube videos. Yes, I did. You did? Yeah. You had a different character name. You could have been like Florence. Florence America. Anderson. Um, <laughs> yes, I could have, but I didn't. Um, yeah, I think I think what it is is that when you put something out there, it's permanent, and it you. I want to represent the organization well, and I want the video to be a success. And I don't necessarily speak well off the cuff. Like I like to write out what I want to say ahead of time. Uh, and so that I think is what makes me nervous. Cause they're like, Oh, we just want it to be kind of like in the moment and we'll get the good content. And I'm like, mm, yeah, but also maybe I should write it out just an outline ahead of time. So I'll probably do that. Uh, I need to get more definition of what my boss wants me to talk about and then kind of block it out tomorrow. The internet is permanent. Yes. Joey made a, uh, in our group text message, he sent the, uh, gif, uh, me and him doing the Pokemon video. I was mm-hmm. like, wow, what a time. That was right after ACL tear. And the internet is permanent. That is forever out there. Me trying to uh, throw in some ice and looking out the window and doing heroin twice. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you guys Pokemon. were wild that day. It <laughs> was pretty impressive. We shot everything in one day. It took so long. <laughs> Well, there's a lot of moves in Pokemon, Sean. We had to do yes. all of them in real life, and we forgot one. And had to film it later. Fun fact, yeah. If, you, <laughs> if you're watching that video. We it got off on another rem- Pokemon tangent. <laughs> no! It just made that. me reminisce about where our lives were at that time. Me and my recovery. and so. Joey I was and- in shape, kind of. <laughs> I guess no. post-marathon. No, I sit down and break a quarter of the chairs. I try to sit in, but that's okay because it's time for categories. Cat categories. There are a couple different options. I mold around in here like types of dinosaurs for Jurassic dinosaurs. Park's musical band instruments. <laughs> Marching band <laughs> instruments. That's what I was talking for. But instead, we're going to go based on Andy's little oopsie, thinking that Duke Silver is Ron's twin. Are we going to name Ron. twins? We're going to name famous twins. Ooh, I'm all about keeping categories short, and I will start with Tia <laughs> and Tamara Maori. Oh, it's because we're watching Sister Sister right yes. now. Um, I don't know if I know any famous twins. No, I, I, um, there's those boys, Cole and somebody, who are on Big Daddy and also in Sweet Life of Zach and Cody, and I don't know the other one's name or their last name. Dylan Sprouse. Dylan Sprouse. Very good. Mary Kay and Ashley. Uh, the Double Mint Twins. Olsen. Um, Double Mint Twins. All right. And that's a wrap. No. <laughs> you guys know more twins than that? I know at least I know. two. I mean, four, I guess. Two pairs of twins. You know, sports. Think of sports. Uh, never mind. There's twins in sports? Name Sam. I There's can think of like sibling groups, but I can't think of twins. The McCordy twins. What are they? Who are they? What are they all about? They play defensive back in the 
National Football League, Jason and Devin. On the same team or different teams? At one point, they were on the same team, but Devin is the better one. They had a really awkward commercial back when I was in college where they walk in and they're like advertising lotion and they're saying the same thing, wearing the same thing, saying uh, just walking at the same pace. And then cheerleaders drop from the sky. They're both black. And two <laughs> white cheerleaders landed in their arms and it created, it created quite a stir. I think I might remember that. <laughs> that sounds vaguely Back familiar. in the day. Hmm. Who were the other ones you were thinking of, Joey? I was thinking of Horace and Harvey Grant in the NBA. Oh, in the NBA. As well as Brooke and Robin Lopez. As well as Marcus and Markeith Morris. All NBA players. All NBA players? Yeah. What? And all, and all twins. Yes. Whoa. I mean, there's lots of twins in the world. The three get- from Three Identical Strangers? Those are triplets, then, That's so that doesn't count. True. Twins. There's a lot of like actors. Yeah, the Coors Lights like, and child, twins commercials. Child actors. That's, there's a lot of them that are twins, but you don't. They all a lot of times play one character. Sean's about to get mad. Have you gone back and watched those commercials? No. The twins one, especially. It's so bad. <laughs> like, it 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 would not fly in 2020. Like, what were we doing? I mean, we would Men. I do Men. feel like I watched this like five years ago. Because I was like, I had that stuck in my head. And I'm like, ah, that commercial. And had a similar reaction of like, oh, that yeah, this is not great. <laughs> We're gross. So I'm sure even five years from now. Oh, yeah. Or five not- years from then, which is today. We're not the best. That's true. We are not. I but- love football and I love twins. <laughs> <laughs> I have a... Sean will remake the commercial. For no, today. that's what... That was the- that was the point. I was like, what are we doing? My, um, and like, they're all like all up on each other. Like, but y'all are twins. Yeah, they like run out yeah, of ideas. Weird. So they just go back to twins. I do remember that part. It's like, I like milk in my cereal and, and twins. Mm. Okay. What do you like about the twins? What are the twins going to do to you? I don't know. That's a rhetorical question. Uh, yeah, I don't I'm like that. Hi- hypothesizing to the audience. They're um, gonna be like double fuck off. Yeah, on that. <laughs> double mint go. It's double fuck off. Go. Yeah. Um, put one finger on both hands up. Anyway, my what? <laughs> what? It's it's a lyric. She was uh, like eighty percent on a slim shady. Okay, I think I was like ninety percent. Yeah, yeah. What's the real lyric then? Which song is Put it? Put one of those fingers on each hand, right? That's essentially yeah. what I said. It's Slim Shady. But it's oh, not. Yeah. Okay, yeah. It's not the thumb something, or the something. ring. Please stand up. Put one of the. Yes. Put one. On each hand middle up. finger yeah. on each hand? No, it doesn't say no, middle okay. finger. One it says like fingers, one of those yeah. fingers on each hand up. Something like that. Anyway, when oh, I think of twins, like I have, a, I have cousins who are twins and nieces who are twins and then cousins who are triplets. So as soon as Joey said twins, I all I could think was my family. And then I was like, are there other twins in the world? I can't remember because I don't know enough people. I feel like I should know more twins. I'm sure there's other. I know like people that are twins, but not. Right. And that's where your downfall was. I guess. Well, I didn't lose. No, that's true. There's uh, there's twins. There's uh in the social network 
There's a set. Are those guys famous? The, the Winklevoss twins. Yeah. yeah. There we go. There you go. Did Minnesota, you look up the lyric? Army Hammer. No, I turned oh. that one off. Yeah. The, the Minnesota baseball team. Yeah. I think that absolutely counts. All right. And that was Cat And left and right Twix. Yeah. Cat Categories. Sean, before we wrap up here, you're going to try and guess what next week's episode is called. I will give you the name of the episode. I will give you 15 seconds to talk as long and thoroughly as you can. But, I guess not really as long, 15 seconds. And I will give you motivational quotes in my head. But. You can do it. But. 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 Kind of ruined. I'm still going to do this. <gasps> Sean. No. Okay. So on Peacock, on Peacock, don't lick your lips like that. On Peacock, as the episode is ending in the bottom, like they kind of do like the YouTube thing. Like, <laughs> stop. Please stop making that face. Yeah. Joey's um, so weird. <laughs> viewers. And by viewers, the, I mean listeners. We'll this this is fire. great radio. No, we're keeping that in. <laughs> you freak. Yeah. <They>, uh, <laughs> Twins. They do it in the bottom right corner, like next episode starting, and they give a countdown, and they had the name of the episode and a an image from the episode. So, whoa! So you've been brainstorming. I've seen a I've seen a still image of what's about to happen. Well, then I guess you know that it's called Galentine's Day. Go, Galentine's Day. So I saw a photo of Anne, who gave birth. Anne and Perkins. So, Anne Perkins. A surprising guest appearance. I'm running out of time. Maybe they're going to name the baby. They maybe they name the baby Leslie. I hope they don't do that. That would be a turd. Oh, were you, were you saying that would be a turd? Terrible idea. Oh, terrible. Well, well, I was Charles Barkley. Charles. Yeah. I was Charles Bar- Barkley. <laughs> Charles again. Char- Charizard Barkley. <laughs> I would also like to promote uh, Joey's. Joey sent a uh, has a newsletter, Chris Bounce Pass, um, and I read it in full and watched in full because it featured uh, a team that I rooted for briefly because I had my favorite player in Steve Nash, but they lost <laughs> in double overtime because you forget how good Ray Allen was um, when he was the number one on the team. He went to Boston and became the number three and was the same number four in the Heat, but when he was a number one, this man was pure water with the basketball. He could just outside, Jesus Shuttleworth, everything. So yeah, check that out. It was a great game to reminisce, but the team I was rooting for lost. Um, and that Sonics team, they won so many games, but didn't, didn't really prevail in the playoffs. Simpler times when you could win a lot and not lose, or not win, I guess. For sure. Okay. That team didn't make the playoffs. I looked it up that year. Oh, they didn't. so was it the year before or the year after? Uh, I think maybe the year before. Because I think the year after they were like historically bad and then became That's how the they Thunder. Got KD. Yeah. Boom. That's all you need. That's all you need. Well, thank you, Sean. Crispbouncepass.com for that. But if you're like, I don't care about basketball and you just want some Parks and Rec love, you can do that on Twitter and Facebook at Parks Rec Pod or shoot us an email. Like Holden did, telling us how much he enjoys the show and we make him laugh, and that's so nice to hear. It it is very wonderful. Thank you, Holden, to hear from y'all. So definitely, if you're feeling uh, nice, or I guess if you're feeling mean, you can send a nasty. Yeah, don't be holding out. Email, yeah. Like when y'all comment on the show, you really do give me energy, and so 
we, we appreciate it. Agreed. Agreed. And of course, you can listen on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you're listening to this current podcast. Send a link to someone. Just text them. Be like, hey, I got something you'd like. And then they'll be like, is it? Is it twins? And you'll be like, nah, yeah. but it is Parks and Rec. This is the end of the podcast. It's over. You don't have to listen anymore. Podcast is over now. Thanks for tuning in. Close your app. Listen to the radio. Or listen to the next episode.